The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So this morning <clears throat> I thought I'd say a few words about how we get caught in our ideas of things, beliefs, or just our thoughts about how things should be and how that can lead us to some unskillful actions if we're not very present and very aware of what is actually happening. But so often we're, we're in our idea of what should be. And it seems to me this time of year is a good time for that to happen. We can be so caught in what our ideas of how things should be or what the culture believes that things should be that we miss what's actually happening, what's actually in front of us. So I have a very poignant story from Ajahn Brahm to illustrate this point. And I won't read it, I'll tell you, because it is very, um, for me it was a very potent, very powerful story and stayed with me. So Ajahn Brahm, as you may know, uh, is abbot of a monastery in Australia and has this collection of teaching stories. And one of them is called The Girl and Her Friend. And he says that a, a farmer or something was telling him this story about this little five-year-old girl who lived with her parents and one day went to her mom and asked her for a saucer of milk. And the mom... Uh, I guess was distracted, busy or whatever, and all she thought was, oh good, my little girl wants milk. She'd been apparently trying to get her to drink milk and she wouldn't, so she was very happy that she wanted milk. Didn't occur to her, or if it did, she kind of brushed it off. Why did she want it in a saucer? But she gave it to her. And so the next day, the girl came back with the same request. Could she have a saucer of milk? Sure, mom gave it to her. So this went on for several days. And finally, it did dawn on the mom. (laughs) What? Why is she taking this milk in a saucer? So she decided to follow her. And what she discovered was the little girl went outside and put the saucer of milk under the house. The house was apparently on stumps and you know there was a space so she set the saucer of milk down sort of under the house and then called to her friend to come and get the milk well you can imagine the mother's surprise when she discovered the friend was a black tiger snake very venomous Fortunately, she had enough presence of mind. She didn't scream or do anything right then. Um, she just walked away or waited, I guess, till the snake went away. And then 
um, later that evening told her husband what had been happening and what she discovered. So her husband said, okay, tomorrow do the same thing. Give her the saucer of milk and I'll be there and I'll take care of things. So she did. The little girl came at the same time and asked for the saucer of milk, which her mother gave her. And she went out and set the saucer down and called to her friend. And her friend came to get the milk. And her dad, who'd been hidden by the bushes, jumped up and shot the snake, blew its head apart from its body. Quite a horrifying sight to think about. And from that moment on, the little girl refused to eat. The parents did everything they could to get her to eat. She wouldn't eat. She finally had to go to the hospital, the local hospital. Same thing. They couldn't get her to eat. She died. And the farmer that was telling Ajahn Brahm this story said, the father may as well have just shot his daughter. And Ajahn Brahm said to him, do you think that snake ever would have harmed that little girl? And the farmer's response was, not bloody likely. So for me, it's quite a dramatic story. Um, And there are many pieces as I see it. Certainly, um, there's karma (laughs) right before you, or the fruits, the result of karma. Sometimes the fruits of karma happen right away, sometimes a long time down the road. In this particular instance, it was very immediate. But as I thought about this story, as I said, I was really touched by it. I thought more about how the father acting, I'm quite sure, with very good intentions, wanting wanting to protect his daughter from this um, potentially lethal snake and probably um, thinking that he was doing exactly the right thing. However, his thinking was very limited, wasn't it? It was very reactive, literally getting out the big guns (laughs) without taking the whole situation into account, without really being sensitive to his daughter and perhaps even talking to her. We could, we could think about many other ways that this father could have handled this situation that would have resulted in very different uh, outcomes. But nevertheless, his good intentions, without wisdom without um, really seeing and considering what was before him, turned out to be extremely 
unskillful. And how many times have all of us done something like that? Maybe not so dramatic, but we have ideas about things, about how things should be, about what should be done, about what is safe or what isn't, or etc. And how well-meaning we can be but do very unskillful actions. And so it seems so important that we hold our ideas, our beliefs, our thoughts about things quite lightly. And that We can never maybe be too aware or pay too much attention to what's actually happening in the moment, what's actually before us. Not our idea of what is happening or what should happen, but what is actually happening. It breaks my heart to think that this father lost his daughter and missed, missed a very sensitive opportunity, missed a very poignant moment or time with his daughter. With the absolute belief, probably, that a venomous snake must be killed. Couldn't possibly, couldn't possibly not harm his daughter. And he ends up harming his daughter, doing the very thing he thought he was avoiding. So in just a couple minutes, I wonder if anybody has a comment, another perspective. Uh, it just seems also, I guess my mind is going that it was more complicated. Sorry. Maybe the analytical part of me thinks it was more complicated that a daughter who was trying to befriend something that was um, venomous might have been her father. And it was sort of a symbol of her, which she knew to her father to be. There was just some dreamlike tone to that mm. story that felt like there was more layers to it. Oh, undoubtedly, yes, yes. And that's, that's the value, I think, of teaching stories, that there can be many layers and um, many, many aspects. And if nothing else, uh, it can provoke us to think, to consider. Certainly it did me when I read it, I, I was just horrified. I couldn't believe it. And um, and I've been thinking about it ever since. Yeah. Arthur. 
so. Uh, Carla's comment makes me think of it as an allegory. Uh, and here's this little girl offering kindness to um, something reviled, hated in the world. And her father kills it and uh, this thing that's reviled and uh, in fact kills uh, his daughter who tried to treat it kindly. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, uh, as you said, there's many layers to it. Um, and I don't know what that all means, but, mm -hmm. but that's a piece of a piece. Mm -hmm. My guess is the story will, <laughs> I don't know what the right word is, <laughs> linger with you. It's so dramatic, you know, that um, it's not something you can just hear and then forget. Um, and I hope it will uh, be provocative and help you to, to see it from different angles and consider um, not only what I said, uh, but I think that's important. How how can we keep really open um, and not so attached to our ideas or our beliefs about things, um, and not be so reactionary? You know, be more present for things so that we respond rather than. React and remember that there's always two sides, at least. <laughs> there's always a bigger picture. And um, remind ourselves to take that into account before acting, especially acting so um, violently, so, so strongly. So thank you.